Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey everyone, just me at the top of the show to announce a few live shows I'm doing all around the country. If you are in or on the Gold Coast, can you say in the Gold Coast? On the Gold Coast, let's say on the Gold Coast. I'm doing a week of shows starting July 3, going up until July 9, ending in uh, Brisbane at Good Chat. So July 3, I'm doing my full hour show talks at the uh, Gold Coast Arts Centre. It's hotter, I think it is. Home of the Arts. So uh, go to joshell.com.au for tickets. This is my show Talks, which I'm filming. That is all sold out, the filming, but uh, you'll be able to access it when I, when I release it afterwards. But, uh, yeah, come and see come and see the show live. It's, it's really good. And then I'm doing a whole run of shows around there. If you're in Adelaide, I'm doing Adelaide on August 13, August 14. Uh, the show on the 13th is headlining their Rhino Room gig, and then on the 14th, me and Ben Lomas are doing Apparently again. So that'll be lots of fun. So if you're in Adelaide, come out to those shows. That'll be fun. Hey, if you're in Hobart, I'm coming down July 22 and July 24. I'm doing shows for Jokers. So make sure you come out and get some tickets and see me do that there. And then the podcast, the birthday show podcast, which was meant to be happening this weekend. Clearly, we can't do it this weekend because we can only have small audiences here in Melbourne at the minute. So it has been uh, delayed a little bit. Uh, you will get uh, notifications of when it's going to be on, but it will be on. It will be fun. One other thing I'm doing at uh, Comedy Republic is I'm doing my kids' show, Humankind, which is a brand-new show I've written uh, for uh, a, a festival in Perth, and I'm going to try it out in Melbourne. So if you're, uh, you've got kids aged between like 4 and 10, bring them along. It's on August 7 in the afternoon at Comedy Republic. It's a really nice little show I've written. I wrote it during lockdown, and uh, it's all about, you know, it's funny, but it's about kindness and empathy and resilience, all the things you want your kids to have. All of these are at joshhurl.com.au for tickets, so make sure you go there. Hey, massive thanks to everyone who's big jumping on the Patreon. Numbers are going up and up and up, which is great. New top fives out every single week. Lots of fun. They come out uh, They come out Sundays or Mondays. And, uh, yeah, and you'll hear, you'll hear a little snippet on Friday. So go to patreon.com slash DYKWIA if you want to hear the full-length episodes. They're very funny. Very funny. That's all I wanted to say. Enjoy this episode, episode 260, recorded with people. I don't know why I kept doing this, but we're in three different cities. Yeah, two different time zones. What am I doing? Anyway, here's some music. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week I discovered on the internet my English soccer playing namesake has signed a new contract with Preston North End, where he will earn £4,100 a week. That's a lot of money for a 21-year-old. Like, he wouldn't even have to, like, he would own all his own white goods with that kind of money. <laughs> That's smeg money. That's smeg money right there. Yeah. He'd have an ice maker in his fridge. That's too much. Hey, 
If this is your first time listening to the podcast, what I do, I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest is a comedian who shares his name with a New Jersey operations supervisor for XPO Last Mile, which is a software company. Can you please welcome from Auntie Donna, it's Zach Rain. Yay. Oh, thank you so much. I can't imagine there's many Zach Rains, so that's there, exciting. There's a, a couple. This Zach spells it differently to you, though. Oh, spells it with a K. Oh, he would, wouldn't he? Yeah. Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us is one half of the podcast, The Worst Idea of All Time. He shares his name with an Australian man in Perth who works as an alternate underground superintendent. Can you please welcome? It's Tim Bat. Yay. Thank you. Alternate to whom? Uh, just alternate underground. So that I guess it's uh, above Overground? ground. Yeah. <laughs> There's a weird way of putting it, but I, I like his turn of phrase. It's good. Good. You got to really, you know, pump up your LinkedIn profile. You know, 100%. get some more words. It's like it's uni that word count. It's like uni when you use juxtapose when you don't really need to. <laughs> hey, our next guest shares her name with a class two assembler at ATK Ammunition in Idaho, USA. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Beck Charwood. Yeah. Have you I ever, imagine you, that's what she does. Have you ever <laughs> held a gun, Beck? No, um, but I desperately want to, uh, and I hate John Howard for that. He's a bastard, and I'll be the first to say it. Well, coming hey. out strong, I love it. <laughs> According to Australia Talks, that's how that's our favourite prime minister of all time. That makes sense. I think uh, no, it doesn't. He was an asshole. He was the worst. <laughs> he just the rest. The, the vote was split. I on know. The rest it was of like, <laughs> I'm a Barton guy myself. I reckon. Yeah. I think you can win that with guy thirty who percent beers. of the vote. Bob Clark. Surely Bob he's your... Hawk. Yeah, my bad. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought, like... He, I don't know. I think Goth Whitlam, who had, like, free universities, was pretty good. And the, That's and the, biased, and the though, for your generation. Well. <laughs> hey, Chopper finally. beer. Chopper beer. <laughs> finally is a man who is, only, is the only one in the world with his name. But if you ask his co-worker... It is pronounced Markel. Can you please welcome it to Marcel Blanche de Wilt? Yay! Hooray! Yes, there can be only one. Yeah, so uh, let's let's talk about this co-worker of yours who doesn't know how to say your name, Marcel. Yes, it, well, it was an ex-co-worker. I no longer work at the service station, the Coles Express in Westlake's Adelaide, so I feel, I've, you know, I'm moving up in the world, you know. I'm not, I don't, didn't come here to brag, but I no longer work at a servo. But it was such an awkward, you know, you know you missed the, the name window, and then she reads it from my name tag, M-A-R-C-E-L, and she calls me Markle. And I'm a very assertive person. I wasn't then. I wasn't 10 years ago. Um, and I just let it happen. And I thought, I'll just wait for someone to come in and use my name, and she'll just overhear it, and I'll solve that problem like that. How often do customers at servers use the, like, attendant's name? Oh, they love it. They love oh, it. They, okay. yeah. And I freak out, too. because I used to freak out because I would think that maybe I knew them or whatever because I use it in such a confident way. And you freak yeah. out and go, oh, shit, is this someone from my life that I'm supposed to remember? And then you realize after they say pump three, you're like, oh, okay, you're, you're, a, you're a fraud. All right, our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. Well, I'll read out status updates by the four of you. If you think you know who wrote these... Twitter updates, buzz in, your name's your buzzers. You had a point if you're right, a point to the person who actually wrote it if you're incorrect. So you can't buzz in for your own ones. Name's your buzzers. Here we go. Question one. My goal for 2021, fart less, shit more. Marcel. Yes, uh, I heard Tim first. Beck. Yes, you are correct. That is a point there for Tim. It was Beck Charwood. But the record so show, far, so good, baby. I was also <laughs> going to say Beck. <laughs> 
I'm in a I'm in a comedy group, so the advantage of that is anything about farts or shits, I just yeah, tweet you... through their account, <laughs> <laughs> so I can throw them under the bus. Give it to Beck now; she's got a brand to build for 2021. <laughs> yeah. Sponsor me, Metamucil. Hey, no, they're, they're going to sponsor me. I've been, I uh, Ben Russell's the spokesperson for Metamucil. He's on the ads. Oh, no. for real? Yeah. And I, I, my manager asked me if I wanted to audition for it, and it was one of those. You know, when something becomes just too good, and you're like, if I get this, this is my dream role. <laughs> I don't know if I can do anything else in this industry. So, I said no thanks to the. But I was very happy to see that Ben Russell got the ad. You fool! You should have taken a, a lifelong oh. supply of Metamucil too, and no one knows. No one knows that about Ben Russell, except for all of us now, and we're going to tell everyone about it <laughs> via the medium of podcast. Yeah. All right, question two. Being 30 is going to a party, drinking nothing but water, getting home at 11 p.m. and still being hungover the next day. Beck. Yes, Beck. Tim? No, that is Zach Ruane. Yeah, put there for Zach. Damn. It's true. Because <laughs> you're not yet 30, are you, Beck? No, I'm 27. What about you, Marcel? Are you 30? I am 32. Yeah. Yeah. What Tim? about you, Tim? I'm 33. I'm 34 quite soon. Oh, when's your birthday? It's on the 19th of August. Everyone pop it in your cow. Pop it in your cow. (laughs) Zach, how old are you? Is that soon? That's like a month and a half away. That's not that soon. I'm like 33 and 10 twelfths, bro. Okay. Five sixths. All right. We're rounding up. Okay. (laughs) Hold on. How old is Zach? I'm 31. Gotcha. For the record, a 27 is around when it hits. Yeah, do you, do you get bad hangovers, Beck? Seeing you're the youngest. Uh, yes, but only because I go real hard. All right, nice, nice. Mm. I've said it before. I am at the age now where if I sleep with the air conditioning on, I wake up with a hang- hangover. It's not. It's not fun. <laughs> oh it's not God. fun. <laughs> All right. Question three. Everyone's life looks good on Instagram because it's hard to photograph depression. Zach. Yes, Zach. I'm gonna go with. Tim. You are correct. That was a Tim. Yeah, point there for Zach. That's, thank you. I got a lot of um, reach outs for that, which oh. was really sweet. But I, ge- I wasn't depressed. I think I I had just done my second watch of Bo Burnham's new special. <laughs> so I was just in a bit of a vibe. But I just want everyone to know I'm fine. I don't know. That's, that is a cry for help, the second watch of Bo Burnham. That's, that's the cry yeah, for true. help. Right <laughs> what was the window of time between the two viewings? It was pretty. It was pretty short, man. I mean, I know that I'm kind of uh, known for this because my podcast format is I just yeah. watch the same movie you know, over and over again. But it was genuinely. I just enjoyed it so much. It was like within a couple of days, man. Oh. And it's kind of like it's ninety minutes. Yeah, it's, it's a long a spare one. Hour and a half these days, you know. Well, it brings us to our next question. Nothing stranger than being a comedian with mental health problems locked inside their house, watching an hour and a half of a comedian with mental health problems locked inside their house. Back. Yes, Beck. Is it Tim again? No, that is Zach. Fuck. Another point there for Zach. Oh. I'm sleeping on Zach. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> he gets it because most people know him uh, like behind the Auntie Donna when he's talking about poos and wees. But now. Yeah, you can't really tweet repetitive screaming. Like, Wait, so Zach, has, Zach, you have your own solo account now? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I always did. All I had right. it to promote the game um, independent theatre in the early 2000s and then I just booted it back up again <laughs> when I got some nice. clever little thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have also got a lot of old tweets that just say, come see my show, there's only four people coming today. <laughs> there's, but you had to do it from your own. You couldn't do it from the Auntie Donna because he's a, like, Bo Burnham's a, a Netflix family member. You're both on Netflix. That's true. Well, I, the, my follow-up tweet to that was that the... Um, director's cut of this tweet is a thread because it was just like uh, someone who's just turned 30 struggling a little bit with it has a netflix show uh started out on youtube was a little bit offensive has now like tried to be a little more responsible <laughs> just it's long man i like it's so funny so greg larson tweeted about this last night as well but like we've only got another three weeks of being able to say we liked it until everyone's like nah this is bullshit and these are all the problems with it but I, I'm on record. I've also seen it twice, Tim. I, I, I like it. I know, I know it's contrived. I know he amazingly has a breakdown when the camera is perfectly framed on him. But all art is contrived. Like it's he's 100%. he's done it, and it's Look, and it's entertaining. We can, we can hate it in three weeks. Yeah, we'll have our moment for now. <laughs> yep. All right. Next question: Texts are for cheating. Emails are for affairs. Oh, that's good. Good job, anyone who did Marcel. that. <laughs> yes, Marcel. Beck? Yeah, you get a point, Marcel. It was it's Beck. really good. <laughs> Thank clever. you so much, everyone. Um... <laughs> and I love that. I got I got to, like, give a blind compliment for yeah. a tweet. I didn't know who did it, but I liked it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's good because it didn't get as many likes as I thought it should. So. Nah, fuck them. Hey, I, I, I chose it as one of the best three t- or four tweets of yours that I've ever seen. It's in the, it's in the podcast. Yes. Yeah. I've just retweeted it. I've just Great. Found it. Oh, oh, my wow. God, thank you so oh, much. Man, this did not get the heat it deserved. Oh, will you watch the numbers take up now, mate? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> it's in back up. a while ago as well, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was so, about like three weeks a month. Yeah, so I don't Tim, know you might get some people like, going, hey, how come you're creeping on Beck's Twitter? Well, how come you're going back so far? Like, <laughs> Let him talk, Josh. <laughs> I think you can go back on a Twitter. I think you can't scroll back on an Instagram. That's the difference. Yeah. 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 True. Yeah. So you were stalking their witty thoughts and opinions. That's a little less creeper. <laughs> <laughs> All there right. is something uniquely bad about the Instagram thing, though. Like the yeah. fear of the double tap when you are legitimately creeping people. Yeah. Don't leave any evidence. I had a friend, I won't say their names. So I work on a TV show, and in the office there is a very attractive lady. Okay. Yeah. I don't follow her on anything, but another guy in the office does follow her. And then he sent me a message saying, hey, check this out, and had all of her pictures at the beach liked by another person. We work within the office. And he's like saying he's not liking her her other photos when she's not at the beach. And I'm like, dude, how come you're going through this? And he's like, well, I'm, but I'm not publicly doing it. I'm like, you're just as bad. At least he's honest about it. He's like, hey, I like, I like these photos. Like, it doesn't make it better. But it doesn't make it any worse than what you're doing, really. Like, yeah. The beach photo is always a strange one to like. I'm, every time that I'm like, oh, good on that friend for going to the beach. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to yeah. like this. Nah. To be yeah. honest, myself, I don't think it's usually about going to the beach. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. There's... But I, <laughs> that is exactly what I'm saying. So I, I stay away. And for the I Patreon subscribers, Patreons, I'll, I'll tell you exactly who those two people are because both of them have been guests on this show. So uh, <gasps> can you tell us after the record? Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, well, it, well, I don't think it'll, it'll affect you, Beck. I don't think you know. You'll know one of them. You won't know the well, other one. Well, I know right. that it is actually me. I'm the woman yeah. in question. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just got to go through some photos and figure this out. <laughs> hey, question six. I did a fart at the luggage carousel and someone walked by and announced, oh, somebody farted. I was embarrassed and looked around to find an older woman volunteering herself as the culprit. Wow. Zach? Sam. Yes, Zach. <laughs> Zach I, I don't want to cast dispersions. I'm just going to say Beck just in case. No, that was Marcel. Oh. I put there for Marcel. Congratulations, Yeah, it was Marcel. a beautiful moment. There was a beautiful <laughs> moment. To have someone, to be able to turn around and have someone, you know, being fart Spartacus, Spartacus, was, was a dream. Yeah. It, was a real, it was a real dream. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm very ashamed when it comes to farts. I don't have that fart pride that, you know, that some couples that's in their sort of love language to just sort of I, fart on I'm each other same. and make their me farts and my, Me and, and my wife, we don't fart in front of each other. What? We've been, together, we've been together for 18 years and we still, like, wow. we'll, one of us will leave the room and, and if we all just go to the bathroom and do it. Like, I'm not, yeah. I've seen How? it both two people and I'm still like, oh, <laughs> don't want to fart in front of you. What about farting on airplanes? How do you feel about that? Oh, well, that's why I save them all up for. So this last year of not flying, it's been really hard. I'm a bit bloated. Have you heard, apparently, the worst job you can have if you're a flight attendant is the person that opens the aeroplane door? Yeah, apparently they do it for the, the rookies. They say, go and open the door because they, they say the smell is so bad because it's just a the whole big fart tube. A vessel of farts. Yeah. <laughs> hey... Not so glamorous now, is it? Yeah. (laughs) I think we've thought that being a flight attendant was glamorous since about 1967. (laughs) Isn't there a TV TV show, like an HBO TV show, all about air air stewards or something like that? Oh, I think so, yeah. Um, I wonder if that's in it. Is it Margot Robbie or not? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to hit me up on Twitter. The Sopranos, right? Listening to this. Yeah, it's the Sopranos, yeah. (laughs) I'm a big TV guy. So. Question seven. MasterChef is porn for people wanting a mid-career pivot. Tim. Yes, Tim. Marcel. No, that was Zach. A point there for Zach. Fuck. I thought it was Zach, too spicy. Zach loves <laughs> MasterChef. I, I did a whole podcast, very similar to your podcast, Tim, where where you watch one thing again and again. Uh, me and a friend watched, uh, me and my friend Michelle, Michelle Wittrup watched every single episode of season one of MasterChef Australia 10 years later. And um, let me tell you, that's a painful experience when you know who wins. <laughs> how many how many ifs are we talking? Oh, we're talking like 50-something, like, like 70 hours of content. And it, the most amazing thing about the whole kind of process is they'll they'll be talking and they'll be you'll be like I wonder who's going to win Julie Goodwin or this man I've never recall seeing in my life <laughs> who's going to win out of this elimination <laughs> challenge. <laughs> Uh, I met Julie at a uh, a thing, and she was she's so nice. I can imagine. That's almost like is this a character? Like <laughs> you know how have you seen Ted Lasso? You know how Ted Lasso in the thing he, he's just super nice. Mm. You're like something's gonna snap here at one point in this series. Something you're gonna snap, and that's where. The, but Julie Goodwood is the nicest person I've ever met, and it's like oh I I'm too broken and cynical to be talking to you for longer <laughs> than half an hour. I just I just can't do it. Like yeah. That's great. Mm. I would get. I would. I would. That's she won on nice. Also, people don't realize that season one of a show, every show, you remember people being better than they were. Yeah. So everyone remembers Julie Goodwin being the nice one and Poe being good. They were all crap. Yeah. 
two episodes from the end, they had to make a pie, and not one of them made it successfully. <laughs> a pie. <laughs> like a pie. <laughs> That's season one of any reality show. Go back. They're not as good as you remember. Uh, It is a more fun show than what MasterChef is now, though. People seeing seeing beautiful people who can legitimately cook. Boring. You watch episode one of any season now, and they're presenting like meat fruit that they've cooked themselves and they're all gorgeous and, and, and I just think back to Julie Goodwin's pile of wet apples with like something like pastry on top cur- and she wins in with a, that in Australia they're currently filming uh, Celebrity Masterchef amazing and Dilruk Jaya Singer is one of the uh, celebrities in Celebrity Masterchef now this is Sportsbet had him as the favourite to win which I find funny for someone who for five years bragged about never cooking a meal <laughs> Like, he lived in the city, would order out every single night. Amazing. He said he in the first ever lockdown, he got ingredients for the first time ever and had flour and goes, what do I do with flour? I don't think he's going to win Australia. Don't go betting on Dilra. I, I hope he goes longer. I hope, he, I hope he's in there. He's a friend. Dilra, but he's that kind of guy that'll so... just, like, pull it out. He'll do badly at the start. They'll tell him off and then he'll go, no, I am going to try it and then just be uh, a Michelin-level chef. But also, if you've seen, like, his cheat meals, like, he'll be asked to make one meal and then make seven. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I just I need this. <laughs> uh, next question Hey, could everyone please stop sending me emails I've got enough now, cheers oh, Very good Beck Yes, Beck <laughs> Tim You are correct, Beck You're on the board Yes, finally I just, just realised when I compliment people's <laughs> tweets I'm giving away that it's not me <laughs> But for the fact that I'm Make much it more real easy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very good. My tweet A was particularly good. <laughs> how, how many emails do you have in your inbox right now, Tim, that uh, have been unread? Two, it's about 2,200. That's all right. Holy shit. I've seen, and I can't remember who it was, but it gave me a goddamn heart attack. I saw someone with slightly over 10,000 unread in the yeah. Gmail inbox. I'm about 3,000. You got to separate oh those primo and, and and social emails into different subsets. That's done. That's that's done. Yeah, Gmail does that automatically. Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah, I can't be bothered doing it. All right. If you want to see the best inbox of all time, get Alex J to screenshot hers. It is immaculate. She has not a single unread email. It's in like twenty different folders. It's insulting, is what it is. Yeah, that's. Uh, Fuck you, without being too much of a dick about it. (laughs) Question nine. I think we should tell children when you're an adult, you don't automatically get a day off work on your birthday. I still feel blindsided by it every single year. Tim? Yes, Tim. Zach? No, that was Beck. Point there for Beck. Ah. Yeah, it wasn't about shitting. (laughs) (laughs) This is a a really funny, non-grubby tweet. There's no way it's Beck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it really is. My, my kids, like, on their birthdays feel that everything they say, ha- we have to do it. I'm like, no, you just 
we have some cake, you get some presents, and then it's you go do to school. You, in Australia, do you bloody Aussies have any like chain family restaurants where you get a free meal? Because we've got Valentine's here and you eat free on your uh, birthday. I, I, do you know, Marcel? You seem to be there. Are, there are a few. There's, it's, it's less the chains. It's more those little family sort of restaurants that have it as a little perk and stuff. And I think a lot of places that are restaurants that have um, pokies also have like kids eat free bonuses. So it's sort of like a really sad bonus. Like yeah. if you can't afford to feed it's your always, kids, we'll, we'll feed them. Yeah. It's a great scam, though. They were kind of the original people onto like stealing your data. They were like the yeah. first Cambridge Analytica. So, oh, it's my it's my birthday. Get to eat free. They're like, prove it. Give me your passport. I'm just going to take a copy of this, and then you might. And then, get like emails. Cambridge Analytica, they they sold it. I think so. Just there's a bunch of Russians that know when kids' birthdays are, but yeah. they don't know what to do yeah. with it. <laughs> So I, I was gonna, what kind of coke they like and what is the day of their birthday? <laughs> I was going to tweet this one year on my birthday saying the older you get, it, it gets really sad on your birthday because you get more like birthday messages from businesses than you do actual friends. <laughs> but then I didn't want my friends to feel bad for because I don't care if they give, say happy birthday to me or not. But it was just that thing of like, oh, how do I tweet this without being like, I didn't get any birthday <laughs> likes. Like, so... It's coming up this Saturday, people. Get in. Okay. And our final question for this round. Fact. Everyone that will offer you a lift has a filthy car. Oh, that's fantastic. I mean... (laughs) 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 That should have been your buzzer the whole time, Zach. Oh, good tweet. I feel neutral about that tweet. (laughs) Zach, you got a pick now, baby. Um, Marcel? Yes, you are correct. Here's the point there for Beck. Yes. yes. It's true. I've studied it. I've studied extensively. Everyone who offers you lifts has filthy cars. I've given you heaps of lifts. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but the, what, what it is, is it's always, it's always like, uh, yeah, I'll give you a lift, but you just have to mind the blank. There's always yeah. something. There's always something that you have to mind. And I'll always mind it. Love a lift. Lifts are beautiful. They're beautiful things. Yeah, I'm the same. I've got one car seat in the back now, and I'm always like, I, I don't look in the back seat, uh, so I don't know what's in there. If, I have, if I'm taking two people, I'm like, sorry, whoever's sitting in the back. It could be mandarin peels, just rocks, shells, sticks, whatever. Whatever biscuit, my seven-year-old decides has to be in our house, yeah. That's got to be a bit rough for your kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just in the back. We crash and they get speared by a stick. Great. Right. <laughs> At the end of that first round, the scores are, Tim, you're on one point. Marcel, you're on two points. Beck, you're on three points. Been the lead. It's Zach. What? On four points. Hooray. How did I get Yay. four points? I don't remember getting... uh, Beck kept on answering uh, your ones incorrectly. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. All right. I didn't know that point system, <laughs> yeah. but I like it. So this round <laughs> is called Nine to Five. What a way to make a living. Now, we've all had jobs. Some of them have been great. Some of them not so great. And today, we're talking about a memorable job that a young Zachary had. Now, Zach was hired for an acting job where he had to pretend to be an angry customer for various council employees so they could practice their customer service skills. But what happened when Zach tried to do his job? Was it A, Zach discovered he was too nice and every time he would angrily state his problem, the person would give a calm reason and Zach would go, yeah, that makes sense. And the two of them would just sit there until the instructor came back around? That's A. B, Zach discovered that he was very good at being angry so much so that the organiser had to come in halfway through one act out and stop him and say, hey, can we just bring it down to 70%? I'm worried we might get complaints. <laughs> or C, in one of the act outs, Zach was yelling at a woman when she slapped Zach in the face, upset herself, 
and then pleaded with Zach not to tell her boss, which of course, Zach obliged. Now, one of these is true. You guys can ask him as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, he wants you to get it wrong. So he gets your point. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. And, and as we have already demonstrated, I'm a fantastic liar. <laughs> <laughs> what, sort of, what sort of slap are we talking? Like quite a, quite a serious one. Like painful, painful. But quick, very sudden. Like she got very worked up and just woof. <laughs> and did it, did, it, did, it, did it leave a mark? Yeah, yeah. It was about a day Wait. later it came up. How old were you when this happened? 19 or 20. Oh. It was second or third year, I can't remember. What, what did the job pay? Like really good for then. Like it was like 30, over 30 an hour, I remember. And it was like Whoa. a few hours. The thing that I, I will say, and this is true for any of these, um, <laughs> they, they promised me, they said to me that, they were, um, that there were a lot more opportunities and after it, they never called me again. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do a role play of one of these two nice situations? Okay, sure. So what, what, what sort of things are people complaining about? So I'm complaining about, uh, say you work in an art gallery and I'm an artist and you didn't hang my, hang my artwork. All right? So I come in and I go, hey, I'm an artist and you didn't hang my artwork. This is outrageous. Oh, I'm sorry. We're just running out of wall space and we're making sure that we put all the portraits before the landscapes. Oh, uh, well, you know, but that, that I want You told me the art would go up. Well, we will. We're just looking for some extra space, potentially in one of the hallway areas. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I can't wait to see my artwork up soon. Um, <laughs> Zach, can I can I see? Um, I'm I'm going to need to see an example of you getting furious and really mm. flying off the handle. Okay, uh, sure. Yeah, you might need to step away possible. from the mic. That's yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah I'm going to do maybe. A bit of this. Do you want to give me the example? Because he would feed me the example. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, we can do back. We can do like a, a, a different sort of version. Um, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I know that we had an arrangement to hang your artwork, but we have um, we put some uh, NFTs up instead. I don't know what an <laughs> NFT is. I'm an 80-year-old man. This is outrageous that you would do this to my artwork. How dare you? And then swear words. I was allowed to swear, but I don't know if I am on this podcast. You can swear. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I'm going to fucking die. I'm going to come into this fucking art gallery and I'm going to fucking kill every one of you. Every fucking one of you are going to die. <laughs> Something like <Yeah>. that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> not non fungible token is what it stands for. Oh, okay, sure. that makes sense. All right. Okay, and I'm gonna need. I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put see... that clip up just on, because with your shaky camera as well, it looks even better. It's great. The best part of the art gallery example is this is true, and I don't think this gives anything away. Is that he said to me, "Oh, he, well, let's mix it up. Usually, it's an angry customer when I do this. How about you're an artist that's upset that the artwork isn't hanging?" And I did it, and the woman came in, and I was like, "My artwork isn't hanging," and she was just like, "That's not how it works." <laughs> <laughs> you <would> not. <laughs> I had 
to improvise. I'm like, well, I, I don't know about you. She was just blocking me. It was just no, no from her. I'm like, come on, give me a yes and, lady. No, no, yes anding in the Ballarat Council. This is terrible. They need to do some UCB trading. Yeah, absolutely. She's like, no, that, that wouldn't happen. And I was like, well, it has. <laughs> do people think they know what they're going to lock in? Um, all right. Well, full, but we need to go through the third option. Okay, so, Zach, since you're option. in the room with Josh, I would like Don't you to slap, slap him. him with the exact force. <laughs> yeah, all right. all right. Here we go. Okay. Oh, yeah, you can see him. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's got a beard. Um, you can apply a lot more force yeah, than that. Yeah, that hey, was just I've asked him to come on my podcast. I'm not going to slap a, a, someone on my podcast. I don't give a shit. It's yeah, Zach, though. <laughs> He's a national treasure. But it's Zach. Hey, if it was Mark and Broden, yes. But I'm not slapping my favourite member of oh, the group. Oh, bless you. You say that to all the boys. <laughs> so do we have to guess now? Yeah, we, we'll guess now. So what do you think, Tim? We'll go with Tim first. A, B or C? Or too nice, my too heart- angry or slapped? Too angry, flying off the handle, lock it in. Okay, so that was uh, B. Turn it down a little bit. Yes, okay, we'll go uh, Beck. Um, I, look, judging by Zach's behaviour in the first round, uh, I'm going to have to go with A. He was too kind. <laughs> too nice. And Marcel? <laughs> I, I think I'm going to go with too angry as well. It's the sort of thing like, you know, as a, I'm a drama student, I was a drama student as well, and you want some time to just sort of vent. You want a little bit of time to let off some steam. So I'm going to say B. The correct answer was A, he was too nice. So two points oh. to Zach and on one point to Beck. Yes. Uh, Very he's good He's the best stuff. boy through it through. <laughs> and you didn't get asked back. No, because it was literally, <laughs> I was just sitting there. <laughs> I was just like, oh, absolutely. I remember I was like, how come I can't knock down this house? And the guy was like, oh, because it's heritage listed. It would ruin the street frontage. And I was like, well, we wouldn't want that, would we? <laughs> I absolutely agree with you, sir. <laughs> uh, at the end of you that round. You had a difficult dance partner for that one. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of that round, the scores are Tim, you're still on one point. Marcel, you're still on two points. Beck, you're now on four points, but in the lead on six points is Zach. Oh, oh my well God. Done. All right, you, you. you can get your points back, though. Here we go. So this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else on the panel. Everything's true, you'll say yeah. Things are lie, you'll say nah. You get a point if you get right, a point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So does Zach. Okay. Now, Beck once had a boyfriend carry her from a taxi and put her on the front doorstep. He was scared of what her mum might say, so his plan was to lay back down by the door, ring the doorbell, and then run away. The plan was <laughs> foiled, though, when Beck's mum opened the door to see her daughter passed out and a boy kissing her forehead. Yeah or nah? Oh, wow. It really is telling about how much of a crazy person I am that this, for me, evokes the opening scene of the Super Mario Brothers movie where they leave a dinosaur egg on the doors of a church. (laughs) 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 Um, Look, I'm not a fucking nerd, so I've never seen that movie. Um... Who is it? Bob Hoskins. Uh, yeah, Bob Hoskins. Yep. Yeah. Also, a little bit like um, Back to the Future, where they put like um, Jennifer when she's passed out on that um, on that porch. Yes, mm, and it was a just much as glamorous more and angelic <laughs> for a much more universally loved film. But it's still creepy that they, he's just like, "Oh, we'll put Jennifer here, and then we'll come get her again." Like, 
That's that's yeah. not how things work, Marty. Just cross your fingers she doesn't choke on her vomit. That would have been a completely different movie. <laughs> Marty well no, Jennifer in the movie hadn't wasn't drunk. She was she got she got Doc Doc Brown had that little zappy thing. Yes, he did. I forgot about that. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Back to the Future. Uh, I'm going to go with a yeah, Beck. Hey, you are correct. That is a true story. Thank now, you. Beck, what happened here? What happened in this uh, story? I had my first ever staff party uh, as a bartender, oh. uh, and I went fucking so hard, bro. I was like just shots and fucking sick, and then uh, I passed out and had to be carried home. Uh, and he was trying to be so respectful of just like he didn't want to get in trouble because he was a really sweet boy and my mum's a psycho about alcohol. So like he bent down to give me like a good night kiss and like walk away and mum just came and she's like, what the fuck are you doing to my daughter? And he just like ran down the street. He like left the taxi in the driveway and just bolted past him. <laughs> How old and he you? never you... spoke to me again. Oh, um, were you like 18, 19? <laughs> I was 18, yeah. 18. This is, if Reddit.com has taught me anything, it's that the moral of the story is supposed to be, and now he's my husband of seven years and <laughs> yeah. we have two beautiful children together. <laughs> oh, my God, I happen? wish I could be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> no, no true love was ever formed at a hospitality staff party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's not real love, yeah. right? It's the worst of humanity in those four hours. I'm sure a few marriages are broken up, but not <laughs> formed. All right, so I'll point there to uh, Zach now to Beck. Tim once went on a hike where he was scared by two German men. So to feel protected, he went and slept in a cave where he almost got hypothermia. Yeah or nah? Oh. Can I ask questions? Yeah, uh, yes, you can ask questions, yep. Oh, okay. What did they do to scare you? Um, they hadn't eaten for a very long time, which sounds weird to say. <laughs> Wait, so they were just, just intimidating or like... These two German yeah, so men we, doing we a 40-hour famine. And uh. <laughs> we were, it was longer than that. We were like, hey, how are you guys going? And they were like, oh yeah, we're all good. And we were like, oh, where are your packs? Because, you know, it's a, it's a big hike. You would have a big pack for all your gear. And they didn't have those. And, and we were like, how long have you been here? And he said, a week. And uh, I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. What have you eaten? And he said, oh, nothing. And uh, so then we all got worried and left. Um, and what we kind of convinced ourselves of, because they were in the hut and the cave was quite close to it when we were in the cave, because we were quite high at the time. We thought they were <laughs> even higher and were doing a bit of a cleanse kind of thing. So they were um, fasting, but on something, probably mushrooms. Oh, okay, that's a lot of detail. I'm going to have to go for a yeah. You are correct, Beck. That is a true story, yeah. Point there for Beck. So you almost got hypothermia, Tim. Um, yeah. Does that it was just mean those, you were very cold uh, but did not severely cold? Listen, Josh, it was... What I'm trying to self-censor at the moment is just sounding like a, a drug fuckwit, but yeah. I'm going to do it anyway because this is what happened. <laughs> we had some brownies and they were a little stronger than we thought. And <clears> we went to the top of one peak because uh, we thought it was the highest point on the walk and then we looked over and there was a slightly higher one so we had to like go down and up and in the time it took us which was an extra three hours which really kicked our timing out the weather changed got very very cold we didn't notice because we were storming it and high 
And then my mate looked at his hand and it had gone like white. And he goes, oh man, my hands are a weird color. And then we figured out that we were actually becoming hypothermic. Oh, not to, to say that you are like on drugs a lot, Tim, but when Melanie Bracewell was on the show, she did kind of put you in it saying that when Eric Andre was in New Zealand, he called you to hook him up. Yeah, but that's because she teed that up. Yeah, yeah, that's what she was saying. She got a call so and then she, she goes, she I don't do drugs, but I know someone who does. Man, I think that makes me sound pretty cool. Yeah. I was actually gutted that I couldn't. I was out of town at the time, so I couldn't make it happen. But I would love nothing more than to do some mushrooms with Eric Andre. Are you kidding me? Run for the books. Uh, all right, so to Tim now. While working in a cinema, Marcel, on one of his shifts had to deal with three teenagers who came in and shat in their seats. Oh. Yeah or nah? <laughs> Hold up. The phrasing on this is crazy. Marcel, how many people shat? Three. They I- all shat in the cinema. Well, yes. Um, the, the thing was is that they, they actually shat adjacent in a, in a nearby bathroom and then took that in like little toilet paper parcels back oh, into nice. the cinema. Yeah, cool. Why? Um, teenagers, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> boys will be boys. What what town are we talking about? What well, well, I don't I don't like the idea that if I say a town, you'll you'll just go, oh well, that makes sense for that town. Like, <laughs> like if I said Sydney, you were like, oh, that wouldn't make sense. But if I said Adelaide, which is where it was, you'd be like, oh, Adelaide, yeah, that, oh, they yeah, love that. Adelaide. Okay. That does, that yeah. does make sense. <laughs> but don't don't tell me, Tim, you've never smuggled anything into the cinema. Like it's you smuggle stuff, like. Uh, never a human shit. Have you bought uh, shit from the cinema? It's so expensive. So <laughs> But dude, you got to do it because that's how they stay in yeah. business. You know, you're not making money on the tickets. Listen, this is disgusting. I'm going to say nah for the sake of human decency. It just seems oh, too buck wild. No, no, Tim. This is a true story. A point there for Marcel. Yes. Oh. <laughs> what? Do you want? Do you want the gross details? Yes. Yep. I love that there's details beyond this that are gross. <laughs> well, well, the thing was is that so I was an usher and like I was down the other end of the Marion Megaplex um, and uh, was was sort of seeing, oh, what's this activity? I can see these boys going back and forth in this cinema from the bathroom to the cinema. And I never could have guessed what they were actually up to, but I just got on the radio and said, oh, hey, people should, can someone go check this out? Um, felt very official. And, um, yeah, the manager walked in and was sort of horrified about what he found because they, they took it in and they used, like, the toilet paper parcel as if it was, like, a little um, palette that you'd paint from and they were actually smearing their shit <gasps> on the cinema seats. Um, yeah, it was real, oh real fucked up. Wait, when did this happen, can that I ask? Is absolutely cooked. This would have been, like... 10 years ago or something. And like, I want to put those kids Ah, on a list. Sounds like the jackass era. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what movie was playing in the cinema? They were waiting for... It was probably jackass. (laughs) They were waiting for a screening of um, Limitless. Oh. Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Uh I wanted you to say something like Amelie or something like that. Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so a point there for Marcel. Now, next question. Okay, to Marcel now. At the start of Auntie Donna, Zach got offered a fairly major role on a network TV show and had to decide if he would take it and leave, uh, leave Auntie Donna or stick with his mates. 
He, of course, chose Auntie Donna. And while the other guys think it's due to loyalty and friendship, the biggest factor was the role asked him to cut off his hair. And he didn't really want to. Yeah or nah? Yeah, right. Okay, the hair situation. It's like that biblical character I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Thor. Elvis Presley. <laughs> um, what was the TV show? I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but I guess with this is we're in podcast land. Yeah, I can say. Anyway, well, yeah, no, I'll have it. Uh, it was Neighbours. Why wouldn't you be able to say it? Because oh. I don't know if you can say, like, old jobs and stuff, like... That you're up for things. I don't know. It was literally it should, just. It thought. should be yeah, on like your Wikipedia page and stuff. That I was up for a role for Neighbours that I lost to a, a, like a Sydney theatre actor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, who do you think you'd be today if you had got into Neighbours? I like to think I would be the next Marco Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining you in a movie about Bitcoin, like seemingly yeah. clad in a bathroom <laughs> explaining the blockchain. I'm just also imagining that reveal in just me walking out and Leonardo DiCaprio, just an out of shape, hairy 23 year old man. Just like, oh, really? You're wanting to leave Leonardo DiCaprio? Just we go in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to your feet up on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm going to say I feel like this is one of the ones that Josh can cox where it's like half true but like you you know so it's not really true so I'm going to say nah. You're going to go nah. You are correct that is a nah. Yeah, it's a point there for Marcel. Yeah. Cleaned up that round Marcel. Although it is entirely untrue. I'm actually a terrible actor. <laughs> 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 I've never been up for anything in my life. <laughs> if, if it very, say the first six months of Annie Donna, if you were offered Neighbours, would you have taken I'd take it now, man. There we go. People of Neighbours. Casting of Neighbours. Get in if you oh, want. Do you know, I, was, I shouldn't say that because Neighbours is not... I'll, I'll, I'm going to aim at it. It's my big thing that I never got to do a short run on a, on a yeah. thing. Like, I really want to like do Home and Away. Home and Away? I really want to be a guy in like a leather jacket that rolls into town and that <laughs> I was a teen dad of one of the teenagers. And I'm like, I reckon I'm your dad. And then yeah. it turns out I'm not. And then I ride back out of town three weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> That's my lifelong goal. Let's make it happen, <laughs> listeners. See, I'm still... I, know, I heard last year they were remaking Heartbreak High. And I know my... My track record with remakes is not great, but I would love to be a teacher on Heartbreak High. <laughs> Get me in there. I, I see you as the next Jurassic, man. Oh, get me on the inline skates. <laughs> uh, all right, at the end of the round, the scores are Tim, you're still on one point. Marcel, you've jumped up to four points. Beck, you're on five points. And on seven points is Zach. I don't know how this is happening. All right, this is our final round. It's called <laughs> Hoo Hoo. Who, who? In this round, I'll read out 10 questions about you four. If you think you know who it's about, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers again. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. Oh. Can't buzz in for your own ones. Here we go. Question one. Whose grandfather would do a trick with his tongue where he would push his false teeth out and then told this person all people could do it and they just had to try harder? Buzz. Yes, yes, Zach. Well, I was going to say Marcel, but Marcel just buzzed and unless he's a genius, <laughs> I'm going to go with... Uh, Tim. You are correct, yes, that was Tim, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, internet delay. A dear delay. sweet man who liked to prank his grandkids. 
instilling in me the spirit of comedy from the youngest age. <laughs> my my nan used to do stuff with her false teeth all the time as well. Just hang them from her nose and do oh. stuff like that. Like it was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one joy of being that old, yeah. surely. Yeah. She used to always she'd have a few drinks on Christmas Day and just go into the bathroom and just cover her entire face with shaving cream and then just walk back out. <laughs> No, no explanation. Just go, all right, this is what we're doing now. Are you sure it wasn't a Mrs. Right. Doubtfire situation and a man yeah. had play, was playing the role of your nan? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually pop and we thought it was nan. All right, question two. Who once idolised a magician, but then when they saw them, they were so overcome with emotion that they started bawling? Beck. Yes, Beck. Z- Zach? No, that was Marcel. Marcel loved a magician. I loved a magician. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you know, you know when you're like you're a little boy. You guys all relate to when you're a little boy. Beck, you know that. Yeah, big time. Um, and it's like tough. You, there's you, a lot you, of thirty year olds that like improv here, so we probably all liked magi- magic at one point. <laughs> <laughs> His name, does anyone remember Rudy Kobe? Does anyone remember that cool magician no. with the sunglasses? He, no. he did a few things, but like I remember. Like, my mum was like, yeah, go go talk to him after the show. Go get his autograph. And I was, like, excited. But you starstruck at seven years old. I couldn't handle the level of emotion. I, I just started crying. I still got the autograph. I, well, no, I got it, but it's, yeah. I don't have it now. That would be insane. <laughs> All right, question three. Who once got heckled by the bar staff of the club who then went on to steal food off the comedian's plates? Oh, that's right. <laughs> I mean, Tim. <laughs> yes, Big. Tim. Yes, you are correct. That was the yeah, point of Tim. <laughs> Worst fucking gig I've ever done in my entire life. Where was it? It was at the uh, Lady Hampshire, uh, and it was like there was no stage, there was no light, the TAB screens were left on, baby. Uh, no one was yeah. paying attention, and like a minute into the show, one of the bartenders just started yelling out. Not funny. (laughs) And like, I was like, can you please shut the fuck up? And she was like, fuck you. I'm a comedian. I know the rules of comedy. There are no rules of comedy. (laughs) I I, I emceed that gig once. It wasn't that night, but I'd been remember being told about that woman. And the highlight of that was like a dog in the front row. It was a bad gig, but there was a delightful dog. So... Well, good for you. That must have been really nice, Marcel. It was. <laughs> Next question. Whose brother here is a doctor? Whose brother's a doctor? Marcel. Yes, Marcel. Tim? No, it's Zach. Zach's brother's a doctor. I didn't, how did you know my brother was a doctor? Did I tell you that once? Yeah. Because <laughs> my brother's also a doctor. There you go. Yeah. Where's your brother a doctor at? A they hang out and do, oh, yeah, they do doctor too. podcasts. Yeah. That's a good podcast. It is. Just the two, the two failed brothers. <laughs> are we the failed brothers or are yeah. they the failed oh, brothers? Oh, yes, we are. Yeah. Right, to break it to <laughs> All right. Question five. <laughs> Who, at six years old, after a friend complimented them on their house, responded with, what? You must be poor. Tim. Yes, Tim. Uh, Marcel. No, that was Beck Charwood. Point off Tim there. How ah. dare you? I'm so independently rich. <laughs> no, but they were saying they were saying your house is very nice, and you were like, if you think this is a nice house, you must be poor. 
Yeah, yeah. We had a, a really big room in our house that was just like essentially like the living room, the lounge room and the kitchen were all one giant room. And she was like, wow, this room's bigger than my entire house. And then I said, well, you must be really poor then. <laughs> How old were you, Bic? I was 27. Um, <laughs> no, I was six at the time, so it was just just okay, but still not really okay. All right, next question. Who on New Year's Eve tried to win back their ex, but instead passed out drunk on their ex's front lawn and woke up the next morning covered in ants? <laughs> Beck. Yes, Beck. Zach? No, it's Marcel, a point off Beck. Damn it. I was going to pick Zach too. Zach's got that kind of energy. Thank you so much for guessing I was the magician fan that stalks his ex. Thank you, everybody. I'm so sorry, Zach. But, but a very happy outcome in this story. Oh, yeah, oh? we got yeah we got married. Reddit.com. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was delightful. It was. You know. You know what? Is anyone? You know when you host a party and like it's not really kicking off, especially New Year's, because people are thinking about what other parties they might go to instead if your party's not big enough. So I, I was like, well, my yeah. my ex that I'm trying to win back is coming to this party, so I need this to be big so she doesn't just rock up and then go, oh, I'm gonna go anywhere else. So I went way too hard and I was like drinking beers simultaneously and. Um, and I also forgot that rule about weed. What is it? Weed before beer, you're in the clear. I yeah, I, I did that in the wrong way, and yeah, passed out. Ants got me. That's up until up until you getting too drunk. That's like a really romantic story where you orchestrate a party. Like you could make a romantic comedy about that concept up until the ants. <laughs> up until uh, the no, ants. I like. I I would say the <laughs> ants is a strong part of this story. I wouldn't cut that from the movie. <laughs> Can I, can I tell another quick ant story? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's my here's my other ant story. My my brother, his name is Anton, um, and he had a technique when he was like seven years old for getting rid of ants because like, he he got he got covered in ants like he stood on an ant hill and they were like all over his hands and instead of like brushing them off or whatever he he licked them off with Ew. his tongue. That would work though, because I know this about <laughs> ants. They do everything by scent. So like even if you wipe. If they've if they've got a trail on a surface and you wipe in the middle of it, they stop. They stop doing that trail. If you licked everywhere, that would totally. All work. right. Well, I'm not... your brother's a damn genius. <laughs> I'm not saying it wouldn't work. I'm just saying that um, it's not the best idea. All right. Next question: Who at four while in a doctor's waiting room because they, this person just had a cold loudly said, "Do you think I have cancer, Mum?" Marcel. Yes, Marcel. Beck. Yes, you are correct. Yes, a point there for Marcel. I was the worst child in the whole world. <laughs> just a little monster. You're a real treat, huh? Just talking about impending fatal diseases you might have and accusing kids of being poor. <laughs> yeah. Been overly dramatic from day one, baby. <laughs> and our final question for the game. Who here lived with an Italian family on a school trip? And all this person knew in Italian were the names of animals and vehicles. So all they could really say to them was duck, helicopter, rabbit, bus. Tim. Yes, Tim. Zach. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Tim. That's a very me story. I can tell you about autobus and lipopotamo any day, but I could not communicate with an Italian person in day-to-day life. What <laughs> 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 about all the Mario brothers you've been watching? Oh, so good. So at... 
At the end of the game, the scores are Tim Bat, two points. Beck Charwood, three points. Marcel Blanche DeWilt on four points. But our winner on eight points is Zachary Ryan. Yay! This is, I never Yay. thought this would happen. This is phenomenal. I think, I think there's some weird rules in the first round, but I'll take hey. it. It's it's 260 episodes down now. I'm not changing the rules. No, I love it. I'm not changing. I love it. <laughs> hey, Zach, because you win, you get to promote whatever you want to promote first. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, I do screenings of movies. Uh, yes. that's, that's my. I mean, I don't really need to promote Auntie Donna right now. We're doing okay, but <laughs> I need to promote my solo stuff very much. Um, I do screenings of movies. So at the Lido in Melbourne, I screen uh, terrible movies, and I'm about to do one in Sydney. I'm about to screen Super Mario Brothers, one oh, of great. my favourite movies. And uh, yeah. that's with my friend Mish Wittrup, who I have a podcast with. Who's been on the podcast before mm, here as well. Very funny person. That's why I do a podcast Awesome. With so where can you find details for that? Uh, at my Instagram, at Zachary Ruwain. There you go. Hey, Tim, where can people find you? Um, I, I just want to promote If Nine. It's just hitting cinemas at the moment. Um, Vin Diesel's <laughs> returned to the big screen. Yeah, you know we're vaccinated. We're coming out. Treat yourself. Go to it on the on the IMAX if you can. Do I need to see um, the first eight films to enjoy this one? Yeah, I'd actually recommend seeing them as per their number. So you can see the first one once, but you got to watch the second one twice. Okay, uh, Tokyo Drift <laughs> three times. The so Fibonacci way of seeing films. Okay, I like it. Exactly. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you want to find me, you can just Google Tim Bat with two T's and see what comes up. Three T's, Tim. Spicy. There's one in Tim too. Uh, and <laughs> Marcel, where can people find you? Uh, I am at Marcel BDE on, uh, and that's my last name in case people are still thinking about old internet things. Um, and I've got a bunch of things coming up in July, hopefully. They happen, so go to my Instagram for that. There's um, improv shows and podcasts and all sorts of fun things for you. And I'd also like to promote Auntie Donna. Oh, thank Great. you. <laughs> they, I've heard they do need the help. Zach was being No, great. just promote my solo stuff. I really need that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Beck, where can people find you? Um, I would also <clears throat> like to promote F9, actually. Yeah. Uh, I saw it yesterday in 4DX. Mm. Uh, that's the one. <laughs> what? Yeah, where the chairs shake and they spray water at you. and this, It's fantastic. It's the only way you should ever see a film. Um, you will get indigestion, <laughs> but it is 100% worth it. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram at Beck Loves Food. And my voice is just fucked off. That's, that's, it. that's the end, though. So, hey, thanks, yeah. everyone, who's Patreon subscribers. Top fives go out every single week. Also, if you're on the Gold Coast, I'm coming up there next uh, <laughs> next week or the week after, so July 3, doing my show Talks at the Gold Coast Arts Centre. So make sure you come along, get a ticket. I'll have T-shirts for sale as well. I've got brand new tees. Hey, thanks, everyone, for playing. You guys are all the best. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Thank you, Josh. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Thank you. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 